Welcome back to Talking Flick Click Cuts, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today I got Nick with me. I'm back, and you can keep me down. You can't keep us down, that's right. Back at it again, so... I lost a leg. Clean ripped off. Clean ripped off, right there. So, all right. Shazam, uh, bitches. <laughs> I do like how he goes out at the end. I wish he had yeah, more time. He barely heard too. anything about yeah, him, that's there's, fine. there's some characters in there where it's just like, I too really many. wish... Too yeah, many. Yeah, too many. I understand. I could use like two minutes less Suicide yeah. Squad, two minutes more lantern shazam yeah. something like that i want to hear shazam's story on this so oh if you haven't told you know caught an what are we talking about yeah what are we talking happened? about we're doing <laughs> justice league dark apocalypse war so this is the latest and newest uh movie from the dc animated universe the dcau which actually had a pretty successful franchise you know kids and right Tyler, only people who can make me watch cartoons that's it yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's literally just about that's it the right there yeah so <laughs> yeah but Starting off, you know, this movie, it really did surprise me just kind of how brutal it was, you know, it's, because it's... It's considerably shocking. I'll yeah, give you that. It, it is. lives up to the hype. Yeah, so, I mean, just because you got one woman losing the arm, and it's a little rough to see your heroes kind of get tortured like that, where so, they're just losing limbs and just actually dying. You let, never really see them die. Let me bring much. up this point. There's, there's emotional devastation because you lose the Earth. A lot of heroes get... the Spoilers, obviously, right? Yeah, spoiler a lot of, warning. A, a lot of superheroes get wrecked. But also, like, a lot of superheroes get manipulated and make terrible choices. Who's more at fault, Batman for not considering this is a terrible plan, or Superman for being too emotional with this crappy plan against yeah. Darkseid? He did have a contingency plan, Batman, but it was really just making... Uh, that's a pretty con- yeah, long... Yeah, it's, it's a little weird, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty long for him. It's like he thought about it five minutes beforehand, yeah. like, oh yeah, I should probably have a contingency plan because I'm Batman. <laughs> that's <it's> way <laughs> to the left on Zack Schneider's whiteboard, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah. way, that's the long plan. You mean planning or actually <laughs> yeah, contingency? The whole thing. Yeah, yeah everything. Pretty... Yeah, so... <laughs> so, of course, watching After it, everybody dies, do this and we'll be okay. Yeah, and you know, they they just wreck the heroes so hard in they this because yeah. you got Darkseid who just goes so brutal. He kills every single Green Lantern and he wipes out just the entire Green the Lantern John Stewart, yeah. yeah. One of the most emotional ones, actually. Yeah. And, and I like him as a character and I wanted, you know, again, you can't squeeze everything in but I would have liked some more speaking parts for him. But when he turns to dust, devastating. Oh, yeah. Almost more emotional than the stuff that And the ring doesn't Infinity. go away. I, it yeah, just, it's crazy. It's gone. It just, yeah, it's just yeah, gone. It's just gone. I think, like, here's the question I have, right? So when we gonna, we're going to obviously juxtapose the Schneiderverse to the DC animated a little bit, to be fair. But, you know, you've seen almost all these DC movies, yeah. and especially in this canon, right? So I get them kind of confused. The Batman ones, like Hush and Under the Red Hood, which I really, really like, versus, like, Justice League War, Justice League Apocalypse, Justice League Dark... Which ones are canon? Are they all canon? Because I'm confused when they reference stuff that happens in the past. Are they referencing comics or are they referencing other movies? Yeah, like DC animated. So movies? with the animated with the animated universe, this is part of like the new. And I've 52. seen a lot of them. Yeah. So of them. so this is part of the new Fifty Two, and it starts off with the Flashpoint paradox, which was actually one of my favorites. If yeah, not my favorite. So Flashpoint is what uh, starts the the new Fifty Two, the new universe from that, and then our technically our first movie within the new Fifty Two is Justice League War, which we get the team up, and then we also. Get which I like. Of Dark yeah, yeah, I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And that movie, there's a lot of beat for beats from the actual Justice League movie. I so agree. yeah, there's there's a little too much. I would, to, yeah. I would argue and, like <laughs> on balance, Justice League War is better than the Justice League yeah. live action. I'm not gonna. It, it that. feels like the live action was <laughs> yeah. striving to be Justice. That's League That's what they were War. shooting for. And, and, it, and it's on record. Ben Affleck, who I think is on record in a couple of interviews talking about him and Schneider basically saying we really like DC animated and we want to kind of follow along in the stories they're telling. Now, I think they probably went a little too fast, a little too hard with it, but 
I, I like that they were trying to do that, you know, to branch out. You yeah. just have to earn the stuff that you're yeah. doing. Yeah, and that's what we were talking about, too, off-pod, was, you know, mm-hmm. do you really earn this? And, you know, if it was happening in the Snyder movie, it's absolutely... No, you didn't earn Definitely this. Not. You know, you're barely introducing new mm-hmm. characters, and you're already kind of... You're thinking way too far ahead before you even really started getting the ball moving. And I and, think, you know, Warner Brothers, as usual, kind of messes this up, too. Uh, whether it's right or not, you're looking at what Marvel's doing, and you're like, I want some of that action. So I think they were pushing him in that direction. Right. But also, Schneider, who gets Man of Steel, I think he wanted to do Batman movies and other stuff. They give him Man of Steel, and he doesn't have, like, a ton of Easter eggs or anything in that. Yeah, it's just right a couple at a time, yeah. Just a few yeah. Enterprises, like a Saturday like a Luther thing, yeah, yeah that's really about it, yeah. There, which is fine, I respect that. But And I don't hate that movie, it's fine. But when you get to BBS, all of a sudden we're at Comic-Con, and now Batman's fighting Superman, also Doomsday, also Wonder Woman. Which is short-lived, too, and not earned also. Sure. Now, some of it worked for me, but like you said, I I can't counter-argue when you say it's not earned. It's not earned. Right. And then all of a sudden we're doing a Justice League movie. Like, that's the kind of thing that, like, they should have thought out. And it's probably another piece, you know, another piece of the puzzle why Schneider shouldn't be in control of this stuff. Yeah. He cannot help himself. just can't. He can't. The money, dollar bills, plot lines, characters, (laughs) he cannot help. He wants everything, you know, so. Yeah, and you know, and I think really with the anime universe, because it's 15 movies, and of course the ones that kind of come before this is like uh, Constantine City of Demons, where he gets actually asked to be part of the Justice League. And then there's... You guys are much more of a Constantine guy than I am. Oh, yeah. I'm sick of magic. It's a cop-out. <laughs> it can solve anything at any time, and that's annoying. But I do like There's the some consequences work. to yeah. it, though. His voice work yeah. is great, the guy who does Yeah, and you know, it's funny. It's the same actor. He played him in the live-action series, which only lasted a season, which I think you can catch on the DC app. So, and then he's been the voice actor for it ever since, too. So it's the same actor who's done live-action with it's, uh, it. Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt he, Ryan. Does he look the part? Yeah, he looks the part. He looks the part. Yeah, I think looks, I saw some he, of that He series. looks the part. And he was also in, also in the like the DC crossovers, too, that they had, right. you know, with Lucifer, and just a bunch of them, so if the he, Christ on Infinite Earth. And... If they do Constantine in live action, and maybe they shouldn't, but if they do... They already did. With well, Keanu I mean, Reeves. not that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to count that. <laughs> I don't hate that movie, Yeah, actually. I don't hate that one, actually, <laughs> either. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Problems, yeah. but... Uh, I don't think he was right for that part either. It should be a British guy, right? Yeah, Most he likely. should be British. But do you want Matt Ryan, or would you cast somebody else? Ah, man. You know, if they were going to do this, and we've talked about this before, where it's just, I think the thing that holds back, at least with the Snyder and a lot of these, like, you know, these Justice League movies, the Batman ones, is a star power. Because you can't have a team up I like agree, this yeah. without it costing, you know, at least $100 million to get all these stars together. So I think they need to dial back the star power, you know, like what we were talking about. Go for the money ball tactic, right? Go for the lower Absolutely. type of stars. You know, people who look the part, people who can act, and people Not who actually Jason want it. Jason Giambi, Jeremy Giambi. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Marvel was able to sort of, like, kind of... I mean, they had, they got lucky with yeah. Favreau and Iron Man and, and, the, yeah, and they did. the money they banked. Yeah, there. lightning in a bottle, exactly. as we like to call right, it. Exactly. Yeah, it just everything what, lined up. What you ideally want is if you're going to choose Ben Affleck, you got to make him sign that contract that it's going to be eight movies or whatever. If you're going to get Scarlett Johansson six, seven movies or whatever... And then we'll renegotiate. Like, I don't think they thought that far ahead in Warner Brothers or DC Animated, or maybe they didn't want to invest that much. So that's a problem. If you can't get Ben Affleck to sign the eight-picture deal, go get somebody else. Yeah. It's fine. You yeah. Know? I really don't understand. It's go like, get Jeremy yeah. Jambi. He'll be great. Yeah, he'll be awesome <laughs> in it. He actually wants to be the sure. character. Yeah. Take a so few walks. He's just happy for a paycheck. You I'm just going to keep giving beer. sports references because I don't get to do them on the other five. <laughs> yeah, milk them out as much as you can. So, <laughs> yeah, and... That's the thing, you know, kind of 
between like the DCAU and the DCEU, and ever since this movie came out, that's the biggest thing that kind of came out with Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War, is, oh, this is what Snyder's trilogy was supposed to be. How honest and do you think that is? How true do you think Not very is? honest at all. Yeah. So pretty much when it comes to the similarities, all it is, they'll say, okay, it's dark and gritty. Like, Schneider, right, Schneider this panders... Is, to his Twitter followers. Yeah, this is... But I, you know, I this, think there's some truth to it. There's at least A little, it, so. me, yeah. So, I mean, there's, this is definitely dark and greedy, but this is more dark and greedy than I think, think anything Harry, Snyder Do you think Harry done. Lennox was going to be Martian Manhunter? Uh, probably, maybe. <laughs> Why not? Sure. You can do Doesn't anything matter, in post. You can do anything yeah. in post, right? You exactly, know, it's yeah. news to him, too. So. Clean it in post! <laughs> <laughs> so, really, when people look at this and it's just like, okay, how much of this is actually Snyder? It's just Darkseid taking control of the Earth, and that's really about it. Snyder isn't even a writer on this movie. He's not right. credited or anything like that, which I think some of these animation writers should be credited, at least in the first Justice League movie, you know, with Justice so League War. But... in the animated movie, it is an emotional moment. They sort of, it's not copying necessarily here. I don't know if it happens in the comics, but it's like that Marvel uh, Avengers Endgame thing where they do the yeah. time jump. They get wrecked. Two years go by, so that's two years of devastation. Right, and then you see Constantine drinking in the bar. So I appreciate that, and there is some emotion to that. I do think that works, and there's emotion in the DC animated film, but I don't know that that works in live action again because nothing Schneider did was earned necessarily. Yeah, exactly. So if they tried it, it probably wouldn't work. It, probably, it wouldn't work. It would have been overstuffed, and we would have had another like and not again, a good you, movie, but you have to watch the four hour. Sure, cut, you and know, I'll watch but... it. You know, they they already have me and your money, but. The thing is, like, can you get casual fans in? Can you entertain them without right. insulting them? And I'm not sure that works. Also, Schneider can't help himself. That would have cost $500 million. Oh, or easily. God knows how much, you know? Easily, so, yeah. You know, with BBS not doing as well as they wanted, certainly Just League being a mess, you can't do it. You just yeah, can't. Yeah, you so. just can't. And, you know, a lot of it can be, you can say, like, you can do more in animation, and that's absolutely true, but... Really, with this animated universe, you know, it, it is nice because this is the end of it. This is the end of the New 52. We won't see another movie in this universe. And it's kind of bittersweet because it ends so where they get wrecked so hard. And even at the very end, you know, they, they know they're they devastated. can't really save the Earth, you yeah. know, that they're going to try. But that's really about it. As you mentioned before and, on the Wonder Woman pod that we did, the, right from the beginning, you sort of know there's no going back. Yeah. And the consequences you're seeing, something Marvel was never that good at got a little better as they went along, right. which I appreciate. Uh, Producer Ryan's not here to defend that, but we always like consequences on the pod. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you could see it clearly. Beginning of Just League Apocalypse, okay, you know, shit, they got wrecked. These people yeah. died. They're not coming back. There's main characters that yeah, are dead. they're just gone. Cut they, in half. In yeah. pieces. Oh, my God. Nightwing. Just, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. It, it definitely gets to they a point. They don't even get a line of dialogue. They just get torn in half. It's like, come on, man. I think, because <laughs> I'm, wa oh, I'm watching it, and I feel bad. You know, I love seeing broken Superman, you know, who kind of becomes a father figure to Raven. I love Jerry O'Connell's and... voice work, and I always have through all of these movies. I really respect that. But I do think that this version of Superman with the hoodie was a little bit distracting. It grew on me through the right. course of the movie, but in the beginning, I was like, what's with the beard and the gray? Right. But, you know, it worked. Yeah. I guess it worked. I, I like Broken Superman. I like yeah. seeing... And Again, just because... Schneiderverse, you couldn't do right. that because you haven't seen Henry Cavill that He was much, already kind so. of broken to begin with, too. Yeah. You know, like, how much further can you do it? At least with the animated one, he was actually more lively and actually wanted to be Superman. He never had that, you know quarrel in the anime universe like should i should i or should i not be superman he just always was yeah. and always wanted to be superman too clean and so yeah. yeah so it really is like you take the boy scout like what they say and they really do break him down with the kryptonite tattoo that is infused with his dna so he's constantly depowered i would have liked more time of dark seed torturing him we got a decent amount of it but yeah. especially with batman who gets sort of brainwashed and becomes dark side's minion or whatever right. 
I think some of that was unearned or a little bit insulting to me that Batman could be constantly drunk. Yeah, or you kind of have to take, has, you have to take the two-year cut and yeah. just kind of, like, they tortured him for a year yeah. and a half. And Lex Luthor yeah. didn't seem all that bad, so what's up with that? You know, yeah. like, it was a little I like Lex Luthor in this. He's, I did like him. He's yeah. groveling, you know what I mean? That's he's Rain Wilson. I've always liked him as Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah, he does a good job. Yeah, He's no Jesse Eisenberg. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's no great Jesse Eisenberg. No, Ray Wilson yeah. does great work. Yeah, voice work in this. <laughs> yeah, he does. So, But I think that's, like, the big thing. It's just the DCAU, it's earned. You know, we see these characters yeah. in other movies and solo ones or even just other team-ups that have happened before. You see them win. You see them save the day. And it's quite interesting to see them just really lose. And, you know, you see the build-up with it. And now, not all those movies are perfect, but this is definitely a lot better than any of the live action that we've gotten, at least in a good while. At least I enjoy these a little bit more than the live action. I liked so. it. It was a pretty good recommendation. And I wouldn't, you know, I'll press you. If I said, what are your favorite DC animated, would this be, like, in your top five? Yeah, this or? would be in my top five just because how it wraps everything up. And even though, because, you know, immediately watching, you're just like, they have to do a reset. Right. right, and you don't want to get into the habit of doing too many resets. It's heartbreaking to see the Flash on the treadmill. Oh, I mean, yeah. almost like it's not even a death, but like just seeing him, it's kind of like Snowpiercer. Right, he's just being crushed, and he has to like take the place of whatever was keeping that thing going before. Right, the, gen the, the engine, Flash generator. Or, yeah, whatever yeah. that thing is. Like it's devastating, and he's so beat up. And even then, at the end, he's still beat up. And he has to reset, yeah. you know. And so. I do like how he's a little defensive as far as like, is, should yeah. I even try to reset it? Because it's also his what fault. If, we, if he doesn't is, go back yeah. from to get his mom, that's what causes yeah. it to begin with. And so. so it actually turns out that Reverse Flash is the one who killed his mother, and so it's just you know, it, it, yeah, it gets a little confusing. <laughs> it's comic books, you know what I mean? But you know, as far as with the reset, it's bittersweet. It's like, yeah, they reset it. It's kind of sad that this universe ends this way in such a, on such a dark. But note, it's a clean narrative. It is a clean narrative. It is very clean. We don't get much of that in comic book movies. So no, no. <laughs> no, we, we, we get it now don't. with Marvel, but again, they built up to it over the course of 10, right. 11 years. I think is DCEU is. Uh, Warner Brothers capable of being patient and earning something like this? I think they can. They just need the right team to it. So I think the first step is if they were ever going to reboot or try a new universe, which they're doing the ready with Robin Pattinson, you got to decrease the star power. You know, you can't just get these people in here and, you know, just it's just going to cost British so much money. They yeah. pay less with an ascot. It's yeah, fun. that's it. You know, you can <laughs> find some good actors in there because I think the star power is in the character itself, right? You know, you don't really well, need it in the person. Well, in, in this but... case, we talk about it a lot on the, on the pod, but in this case, we know so many of these characters already. Right. We don't need to see Bruce Wayne's parents die again. Uh, Zach Schneider, take notes. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, like, we, we already know the characters, so if you use a TV actor versus Angelina Jolie, it's not the end of the world. Right. You know? So just get the person who's going to sign the long-term deal in case it works yeah, out. Yeah, but obviously know? still fits that character. Course, you know, yeah. still don't don't just go way beyond casting, you know. But I, I, the, the idea of Pattinson is growing on me, and I'll be the first to admit, uh, even though I like BBS more than you, that when Ben Affleck got cast as Batman, I was like, that's awful. That's not going to work. Yeah. And he turned out to be okay. Case. Yeah, I actually like Affleck in it, and I wish he would have, you know, probably stayed with it, but it's expensive to keep Affleck on, and even when you're not dishing his, out movies, His you know? dialogue in Justice League is brutal. Yeah, it's man, brutal. that movie. One, one day, we Couple good moments, about it, but yeah, but it's brutal. Yeah, one day we'll have to cover it, so, but... Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy that the DCAU had this kind of backdoor franchise or this backdoor universe that has actually been doing pretty well all by itself. So, I mean, kind of a Again, good way to wrap the, it up. We but. have to we have to sort of mention that the, the difference here 
is that the stakes are so much lower for the DC animated. Yeah. You know, they don't have to make as much money. They can go VOD, and that, by all accounts, they do really well. Some do better than others. So the stakes are lower, so they can take more chances without that risk. Schneider, for whatever reason, just does not understand that there is a risk-reward in Hollywood. Right. And you have to account for that. He's just like, fuck it, man, we're going to go for it. I even read recently when he's talking about the, the Schneider cut that's coming out that he was kind of following along what you saw in Apocalypse War, and at some point after BVS got the criticism that it got, even though it made a decent amount of money, the studio execs were like, you can't fucking do that, that's crazy, man. So yeah. then they started reworking it even before, you know, God knows what the Schneider Cut will actually be, but even before, you can't just blow up the earth and all this other stuff. Like, so animated, You gotta plan with the budget, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? You gotta. They cannot mirror each other exactly. And Marvel, even though some of that stuff made it so for eight years we had no consequences in the Marvel movies, they had to make choices that would make it budget work, and work in the long-term narrative right. and play the long game. And Warner Brothers, you know, it's a studio that's messy. I just don't know yeah. if they're capable of it. I hope they are, because I've always said DC characters better than Marvel characters on balance, certainly villain-wise, and I want to see it successful and work. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, there's there's a way they can crack it. There's a way that they can do it, but they just get too excited. They overstuff. And really, I think they, they just, just need to know King Shark yeah. is a shark. King Shark just is a shark. The <laughs> so yeah, and you know that's another thing. It, it is really cool to see the Suicide Squad, you know, team up with it. Team it, up it with was it, a little bit know, like but, you started to get sort of like brain blasted with too many characters, and I think there was maybe a minute or two too much of Harley Quinn. I'm yeah, a little sick of Harley Quinn now. Maybe right. after Birds of Prey. So that part I didn't totally think worked, but Captain Boomerang got a nice run. I appreciated that. Yeah, and King Shark kind of worked. It kind of worked. Yeah, it did kind of work. See, yeah. James Gunn can carry King that Shark forward, is a but, shark. Yeah, yeah so. I but, you know, it, the DCEU, they could have had something, not exactly like this, but they could have done something similar to this within their budget, within the characters they had, and they could have turned out something that's at least watchable or enjoyable. Eventually. Eventually I think they were probably course, like four but, movies or so yeah, away from this. Yeah, but if even they if, they, to play if right. they made this movie, you know, if they went ahead with this plan, it still wouldn't have been earned, and it still would have been like, you're giving us all these characters in one movie, and the next movie, they're completely, you know, they're dead. I've you know? always and, found, look, even in the DC animated, my favorite ones, like Flashpoint's way up there, but I really like Red Hood. I like Batman Hush, some of these other Batman movies. I don't know if they're technically canon here, but what I would say is like, I've always liked the ones that are more grounded and I think DCEU and Schneider, if he could have just held back a little bit, and maybe he shouldn't have directed all of them, something like Wonder Woman, Patty Jenkins that we covered, yeah. I just really like that individually it worked on its own without anybody else really being involved, any of these other characters. I think that you gotta like, you can do BBS, but now, okay, there's criticism, bring it back grounded again. Do something smaller, Wonder Woman, Aquaman was pretty bold, but still within its own universe. Do a Batman movie on the ground with the Riddler or whatever, now go back and keep pushing forward mm -hmm. little by little, sort of like what Marvel did. You can be darker, you can have that Schneider gloss on it, but earn it by right. making the movies and having them somewhat successful. Yeah, and way. even with like their villains, because they have you know a really good the amount best, of villains, the they, best can, villains. they can use. Is Darkseid but... better than Thanos? Is he stronger? Uh, I'm not a comic guy, is, so I always is... ask the question. After, I mean, after watching this, and you generally Darkseid is It's all laser beam eyes. Yeah. Is that what it is? The Omega beams, yeah, the Omega beams. <laughs> yeah, they'll so. get you. Yeah, but definitely even after this, you know, Tony Todd as Darkseid in this. And He's it's good, just, yeah. he is very good. And this is this is a very scary Darkseid. This is something where it's like, this is an He's actual scary. threat. You know yeah. what I mean? As opposed to like anything really in the more live action. More sort of uh, domineering than even Josh Brolin's Thanos. Yeah. Like, I'm more afraid when Darkseid just gets out of the chair than yeah, I am with Yeah, because he's just there to conquer. He doesn't yeah. care, you know, I'm going to wipe out the universe because it's, you know, pity Relentless. or mercy or whatever. Yeah. It's just, you know, he's a conqueror and he's there to conquer. He's a new god. And I do like that inclusion of him going against, yeah. you know, Superman Trigon or just Trigon. Trigon, yeah, that was another one. Like, I'm not sure that part worked perfectly. I, 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 like, I liked it in a sense where it's like, it's your old god versus 
versus new god that, and yeah i could see how it's a little bit of a cop out but again I like, like it still. there's always a line with this stuff right. so like you know the, the raven character even though i like some of her voice work that's uh, vera formiga's sister uh, yeah she did a nice job there but i think that her thing with the purple thing comes out i don't understand how magic works then this guy comes yeah. out and they cut him on like you're starting to get a little wacky and now you start to you can't help it no matter what you do your brain goes to like that would cost like a hundred million dollars just to do the cgi on that right guy. just to do so it how does way, that yeah. work you know yeah, how do you exactly. kind of sub you know set aside that and write it a different way yeah. marvel you know was able to do it dc hasn't proven they can do it yet so. yeah it's almost like you need an animation writer and then a live action writer and then meet somewhere maybe in the middle. You, and so, <laughs> so DC animated, successful. I certainly recommend Justice League Apocalypse. Yep. Do you think Schneider could be the overseer, not the director, or he just can't be trusted at all? I don't think you should trust this guy. Yeah. You know, I think maybe he could dish out a good movie, and he's dished out good movies before, but it's sure. just. You know, and I, I like the watch. I like what he did do with Watchmen. I was but, pretty satisfied. Yeah, now, the TV show is better. Yeah, the TV show. Yeah, <laughs> right now it's no. I was okay with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I didn't hate Man of Steel, and I didn't hate BVS to be fair. So right. You know, there's stuff in there that I like, and I like his glossy style. Uh, eventually, we're gonna do some more Michael Bay, but he has some of that Michael Bay background where it's good to look at. It's just yeah. the choices you're making. You need you need a guidance counselor. You need someone to put your hand hand on the shoulder and be like, maybe not Doomsday, not yet. You yeah, know, or something like it's that. It's so odd that they went yeah. that far, but. But that's what we got for Justice League Dark War, Dark Apocalypse War. There we go. Justice League Dark, <laughs> Dark Apocalypse War. So definitely worth the watch. Go check it out if you haven't, and check out some of the other animated movies that they've got out there too. There's some really good ones. You know, Reign of Superman. I actually enjoyed. Um, they did like some other one. solo ones too. I really like Constantine City of Demons. That's the one um, that's on my list. That I, one I does, will, out of yeah. respect for you, I'll watch that that's one. A, that's one I think you'll enjoy, especially with magic, because there is an actual consequence to it. Yeah, there is. But yeah, <laughs> so that one that shows that there is actual consequence. But that's all we got for you guys today. Uh, send us a message if you like this type of episode where we just kind of keep it nice, tight, and short, and we just talk about one thing instead of our million other different tangent things that we spread <laughs> off into. I miss those tangents. Yeah, we miss those tangents, but... You know, we're just like Snyder. If nobody's there to stop us, we're going to keep on talking for three hours or four hours. And so... <laughs> I regret nothing. It was fun. It was fun. There you go. So, but yeah, uh, follow us, Flick underscore talking. Uh, catch out Nick at Real Watchability over on Twitter. If and, you're going to rate us. And if you're going to rate us, do so on Apple Podcasts, you know, or whatever podcast app you listen to us on. And yeah, let us know if you like this episode. We'll come back at you with other content. Bollocks. King Shark is a shark. <laughs> <laughs>